almost intelligible. Two friends, known each other for years, talk about anything, games, movies, news, whatever. Most of the time they make sense, but not usually. Here we go. Hey. Hi. Hey, hey hi. What up, sir? Hey, hi, hello. It's almost like we haven't it? talked for a while. Uh, we talked just yesterday. <laughs> Maybe even just today. Who knows? Yeah. Didn't we send a text or something? We talked. I mean, that it's counts, like, right? It's like we're neighbors. I think in 2019, not. a text counts as talking. That's, I mean, that's what we would be led to believe. I mean, that's, that's sad, but I think, I think that counts. I mean, should it? Who knows? But it does. It does. It has to, because that's the only way sometimes you can talk to a person. Man, some some fun video game happenings this week or announcement. Oh, well, first, first of all, before, before, before we get into that, I just want to oh. say episode 16. OK, now. Video oh, game. <laughs> you just you want everybody to know it's I mean, yeah, you probably should have led with that. Eh, cold opens are more fun. You just you just go. You just yeah. You're well, just there. We need you to really perfect. want a cold open. Then we don't have an intro, you know. You just go, bam, what? what's up? I know, right? I want to do the whole, like, perfect, like, we're mid-conversation when it starts. I guess we could do that <laughs> in editing. Yeah, okay, that's there's true. my idea for the week. Spread it out. It was like, boom, hey. Well, that and that usually works out, because when I'm setting the chapters, oftentimes, I, I have, it's like a minute in before the, I say, yeah, that's actually a chapter start. <laughs> <laughs> Prior to that, we're just being, just talking nonsense. That's what we do. Ain't nothing, dude. Super Nintendo controllers on the on the Switch. Oh, those look so good. Mm. I want USB-C. those. Okay, were the the NES ones that they released a year ago? Those were not correct. They are nope. They have the Joy-Con rails. Yeah. So which I mean, is I guess- nice. I guess it works for the NES controllers because they're square, so they slide. They they're perfect for rails. Whereas the Super NES controllers are round, and they're longer. Work. Yeah, that's true. The, I think that's really the problem because if you have the switch on the base, because you don't have any of the NES controllers, I don't. Correct. No. So if you have the switch on the base and then you slide on those controllers, those NES controllers, there's just like maybe a. I don't know, maybe less than a quarter of an inch from the bottom. Like, so they, and if you have the switch off, then they're bigger than the switch. That's awkward. You couldn't make them much bigger and actually they, and have them slide on. They would, they would, then you wouldn't be able to dock it. (laughs) So that's nice that you get to sync them that way and that you get to charge them that way. I suppose, like if you're using them a lot, but I think the USB-C makes more sense. And the uh, emulator nerd in me, as well as I have to imagine countless old school emulator fans out there had to have had some glee by seeing a nice USB-C NES, uh, SNES controller. Oh, definitely. From Nintendo. So I was, when you commented that they were USB-C, I mean, and you said, oh, I'm definitely using these on PC. I immediately thought, well, of course, that just makes sense. That's a great idea. 
And then I got irritated that they didn't do that with the original NES controllers. But then yeah. I thought, well, if you had to choose, the SNES ones are the ones you want anyway, right? Like you can use those yeah. for regular NES games or Genesis games. Like they're pretty much universal. They have all the buttons you need. They're the best controller. I mean, they just, they're the best controller. Let's, can yeah. we just agree right we here? Did, now? I mean, we, hey, we even covered that. It's true. I know. It's true. It's firmly it's, established in, in uh, AIP lore. <laughs> it's a global truth. Mm-hmm. Super NES controllers are the best controllers ever made. Full stop. At, oh, I mean, the, you probably have an asterisk there, though. Or 2D. Mm. I'm just saying okay. it now. I wouldn't okay. want to play Halo with a Super Nintendo controller. You, you know what? You're okay. What about those 8 bit dough ones that's the Super Nintendo controller that also has joysticks, like a DualShock? Mm. Is oh. that the best controller ever made? I don't know. Should they put the little Gravis gamepad, little, the, the screw in on the, on the D pad? No. <laughs> so you can, you can screw in a little thumbstick. No, 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 no. That's heresy. <laughs> Hey, but you know what might be true? It may, it may not be true because they're $30 Super Nintendo controllers, but they could have put gyroscopes in those darn things. And then if they did, then you could reasonable, you could say, hey, you could totally play 3D games with that if you could just use motion control to look around, which done right, I think that can work really good, like a mouse and then the D-pad to move around. It works well triggers. on the Steam controller. Yeah, and you got triggers. But I I bet they didn't. Okay, you have shoulder buttons. You don't have triggers. Let's not, well, let's not split hairs here. I mean, wait, I'm splitting hairs. That's so, true. Only the, only the N64 controller had triggers. <laughs> <laughs> let's back up a second, though, because I thought I heard you say $30. Is that how much those bucks. cost? That is how much. Or one controller or both or one, for yeah. like a pair. Was weren't the NES ones excessively more than that? I think it was a seventy dollar yeah. pair. Oh. They did but come still, in a box with two. But still, it's less controller for more mm-hmm. money. Yeah. Do you th- now do you think that's because Nintendo hadn't quite figured out what the price of it should be? Or do you think that's because it's dockable on the Switch? Maybe that drove up price, honestly. I'm just trying to remember the price. I didn't sit here and look it up. <laughs> It'd be funny. We look I, it up. It was like, oh, it was 50. My bad. <laughs> no, I, I remember it being like 60 or 70. That's That was what came to mind. That's why when you said 30, I was like, I, wait, what? Because if it's genuinely 30, I'm getting one. I don't think that they're probably any more expensive for them to make like there's what i mean there's a there is a few more buttons on there but eh. so i like i'm sure you and many others have actual legitimate original super nintendo controllers i have three of them right here on the shelf behind me in fact one of them i was using just today what because the kids wanted to play some old games on the on the Retron. So I pulled it all out and we played for a while. So when you buy the 8-bit dough or the competitor or the reissued controllers from these other companies, they look very good and they get very good reviews. 
But there's always this little thing in the back of my mind that goes, but are they really as good? Are they, did they use the exact same mold or they just, they just take one and reverse engineer it, which is what I suspect they did. But in this case, even though it's USB-C and it has rechargeable battery, so it's different. It's still Nintendo making it right. Yeah. They have the original molds. I would, I would hope they still do. So they're just, just making new original Super Nintendo controllers that are modernized. And that makes me very excited to know that. And then when I get one, I'll actually have a original one here to compare it next to like build quality and size and color and, and just feel for like the buttons. Very, very excited. Then you can do a straight up comparison. Oh yeah. Because nobody, and I mean, nobody on the internet's going to do that. Yeah. Nobody else. Nobody else is going to do that. Nobody. Who would think you won't it? be able to find it on YouTube. There won't be any Twitch streams, nothing. It's a wasteland. Good point. It might not be worth doing because nobody's interested. True. No one cares. Everybody cares. I would almost say more importantly than the Super Nintendo controller coming out with USB-C and, of course, Bluetooth, which also makes it to where I'm sure the NES controllers can be used on the PC pretty easily. I would imagine I have not tried. But uh, that that the SNES library came out. But truthfully, that's great. It's not more important. More important is is that the controller came out (laughs) or is coming out. Right. I agree with you. Because not only can you use the controller for that amazing library of Super Nintendo games that they put out, but you can also use it for the NES ones that were already there. And I'm assuming you can use it for any of the billions of 2D awesome games that are on the Switch, right? Accurate number. Yep. Imagine and, playing and, something like Shovel Knight or something. Yeah. No controller. Or even great. the even that new Castlevania clone that just came out. I cannot remember Curse of the Moon or Bloodstained. But yeah, that one. Curse of the Moon was the precursor to it. That was a legit 2D throwback. Okay. You know, that, I mean, Bloodstained is a 3D modern game, but it's a 2D. It's a side scroller. But you could totally use a D-pad for that. And just any of these other games that, um, I don't know, I'm sure there's just a ton. I mean, look through the, the Switch store. And that's not even counting, like you said, playing it on, using it on your PC or any other Bluetooth-capable uh, device. That's $30. When you said that, like, I legitimately thought it was going to be 60 to 70 or maybe even 80 If it's... If, Actually, thirty. That's a no-brainer. But yeah, you better be. have to. You have to be a member of the Nintendo online service. Yeah, and you have to pre-order it, right? Um, I, you cannot pre-order it. At least not currently. Okay. I thought I thought they just it was say only details pre-order. coming soon. Okay. So how do they? So I guess when you buy it, you have to buy it through the Nintendo store. Like you, you I had to just, be logged. I had to be logged into Nintendo.com, and then order it straight from there. Oh, so you already ordered it? Uh, no, I mean for the NES. Oh, oh, oh. They they okay. are not currently allowing it. They just say details coming soon. Hmm. But I assume. I mean, it does say for online members. And before we proceed, we should establish right appropriately. It's it's SNES. It's not SNES, right? 
Absolutely. I okay, do good. not. I do not recognize SNES as a valid way to say it's Super NES or it's SNES. That's it. Because I never said NES. Exactly. I never NES. said NES games. And so I never said Super NES. If you want to talk about NES, then we're going to talk about uh, Mother 3 or, or whatever the, the, the game was. Um, uh, With the character NES. Yeah, that's Mother. Oh, it just totally ruined that whole Wait. bit because I totally forgot the name <laughs> of the game. What the heck Earthbound. is it? Earthbound. There you go. Yeah. You talk about NES, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about Earthbound. We're talking about a character in Smash Brothers. We're not talking about the Nintendo Entertainment System. We're talking that's that's an NES. I don't yeah. know. Okay. Yes. yes so he's, that, he's just that character now. <laughs> he's that character from Smash Brothers for most that's, people. So I've heard people talk about that where kids growing up today that didn't have the the original games that those characters come from. That's just where they know those characters from. It's like, oh, it's Ness, you know, from Smash Brothers. <laughs> And you're like, yep, that's where he's from. Sure enough, Wario 2. I don't even know if War. I, I assume Wario's in Smash Brothers. Um, I haven't. Yeah. Who knows? I don't. I it. haven't. Yeah, I haven't played a Smash Brothers in a while. I got and played with the kids a decent amount Smash Brothers on the Wii U. So but it was pretty recent, like it was pretty soon before we got rid of all of those and got switches. And then I was, I have, after repurchasing Mario Kart, I was already grumpy about that. And I was like, no, I'm not going to spend 60 bucks on another Smash Brothers. I don't even love it. So I did the same. I bought Smash Brothers for the Wii U with the hopes of playing it as a family game, and that went nowhere because nobody was interested in it. Especially even me, I was like, "Eh, we just it just it was a waste of money. It was dumb." Smash Brothers is one of those games that looks amazing and looks like a ton of fun, and when you see someone playing it, you you immediately want to join in. It's great at a friend's house. Right, where you can play it for a couple hours and then leave. Smash Brothers for me is like being an uncle, right? Or a grandparent. You come over for a while, you visit, but then the kids go with mom and dad and you don't have to worry about it. You know, you just get the fun stuff. Owning Smash Brothers, you just, I just, you don't play it enough. I don't, I don't know. It just doesn't do anything for me. It looks great though. But I, I never, I didn't rebuy it on the Switch for the same reason, because I knew it wasn't going to get used or played. It's a weird one to me because I feel like it's kind of touted as being very accessible. It's like, hey, you can just pick this up, mash the buttons, have some fun, and I think that that is true. You can do that, and if you don't try to understand it, then you can do that. As soon as you try to understand it, it actually becomes extremely confusing. And it's like, well, what am I doing? And why can I beat up these people a million times? And then and they fly off the screen and, and then they're just back. How does that work? Why does that matter? And how do I how do I actually win? How can I tell if I'm winning? And how and how does this why can sometimes I not jump back onto the platform? And sometimes I can and and 
suddenly I feel like as soon as you try to analyze it, how complex it actually is pops up really quickly and really obviously. And you're like, I have no idea what I'm doing or why I'm doing it. Yes, I can press buttons. And yes, it appears that I have hit this person, but I cannot even tell what effect that is having on my opponent. I'm totally with you. Maybe we're just two grumpy old men. I don't know, but I'm with you because I've always been that way since the first one. You know what irritates me the most apart from everything you just said? You know what irritates me the most on Smash Brothers? Since when is 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 101 or more percent a viable way to tell you <laughs> how damaged you are? Overkill, baby. You start at 0, like you have 0 damage. And then you work your way up to 100%. Okay, 100%. He's got, wait a minute. He's oh, you can go to 200% or 150 or whatever it is. So mm. bizarre to me. It was like, I don't like even think like, that it's obvious that that's a damage meter. Right. I wasn't even sure the first and it resets. handful of times. Like it's if somebody gets knocked game. out, then it resets when they're back. So unless you're just mentally managing to keep track of everything, especially if you're in a big game, which. Even on the Wii U version, that could be eight players. To me, it was one of those things where you're playing. It's a, it's a game where you can be playing. You can hold, play a whole match, however long that takes. And at no point do you know how well you're doing. You do not know. You have to wait for the match to be over. And then you might go through the whole match being like, that was so grueling. It was so difficult. I couldn't manage to succeed at anything. I was doing terrible and then the final screen comes up and is like you win and i'm like what <laughs> i did not know yep. i was doing good enough to win it's it's a it's just it's it's like a game it's like a fighting game built for people who can't handle losing right it's like they got a bunch of people in a room and they had them play regular fighting games and <laughs> And and the people who would lose and go, ah, oh, no big deal, I'll just play it, they were out. Like, okay, leave. And all the people who sat in, like, through a temper tantrum or cried or got upset because they lost were like, okay, cool, <laughs> you stay. And then they rounded all those people up and had them design a fighting game. That's what Smash <laughs> Brothers is to me. And then it's when designed they designed for kids, but with <laughs> the complexity that, that seems like it can outstrip so many other fighting games. I don't even know that it can though, because it's not like iframes and and all this other stuff that people get into I think on these it other. Does fighting have games. some of those things? Yeah, it's like two when you buttons. Get a ga- and it's, it's like King of Fighters. When you get too no. many fighters in there, it becomes crazy. Right. So, so that's the state they're in now. Right? Is they've got what a hundred characters or something, and they keep releasing more and more. It's like they're where, adding Terry. Where, where do you, you can't stop? name that fighter? And I, and I guess you could make the argument of like, well, you know, if you break it down, that's like 25 cents per character, you know, like we're getting, <laughs> we're, we're getting a $60 game here. We're getting all these characters. Ooh. I don't actually know the math. I'm not doing the math. I'm just saying it's, <laughs> and every time they do one of these directs or press conference things and they show the guy or the, one of the other people on the team that's responsible for all these characters and all this content, he just looks his eyes are dead. He just looks like he's looking into the camera and he's reading whatever it is he needs to say. But his eyes say, kill me. Let me go. I, want, not- to, to, I want this to end. Please, they won't let me out. 
I haven't seen daylight in a month. Please just let me go. It's so pathetic. Well, I'm pretty certain that when they announced it, they said, hey, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, um, we're going we're gonna to put all the characters from the other games in there, and, and that's going to be amazing, and, and that's it. That's it. We're not where you are. I, I'm quite certain they said very distinctly, we are not going to add new characters to this game. And now they have added so many new characters. <laughs> I mean, somebody, <laughs> somebody didn't want to. Somebody else said, oh, Oh yeah, you are. <laughs> we got this oh, DLC. This is happening. I mean, they just put in. They just announced Terry from King of Fighters. They have a bunch of other characters from other games. Um, they're guest characters, and that's definitely cool. I mean, I think, especially for fan. I mean, there is not another game right that you can play like that where you might be able to pit Sonic against Snake. True. That's neat. If only, if only I had fun with it. So all those characters, right? You even on the the Wii U version, you kind of become accustomed to how many there are because it's just a, a, you're gobsmacked by how many characters. And I had never played the original either, but you just kind of assume that's just what Smash does, right? You just it's here's a fighting game with all of the characters from every genre and every you know game we can think of. So on. Some stream recently on Giant Bomb, they went back and they pulled out an N64. They were playing a bunch of old N64 games and they pulled up Smash Brothers. And one of the guys that was there was all talking it up because he was like, oh, yeah, I played Smash all the time. And one of the other guys was like, oh, I never played this on the N64. I never seen this version. And I always hear about it, but never played it. And they booted it up and they got to the character select screen and he goes, wait, this is it? It's like eight characters or something like the original <laughs> game has eight. He's like, but I, but I thought these games always had like hundred, you know, like fifty or sixty. He's like, no, that's recent. <laughs> it's like the original one, the one that's so revered, time. right? Actually, it's the GameCube one that everybody loves. I think so. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's a phenomenon that I will never fully wrap my head around. I don't think that game's meant for me. It's neat at a distance, but I'm and I'm content with that. Hey, I'm I'm glad they're making some money with it. Um, I'm not, I want, I don't, I want that money. I don't love it, but I would rather play animal crossing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, that game looks so good. And animal now they're crossing. having a new one. I know I'm excited for it. I'm not excited that it has crafting in it. I don't want crafting. I don't need that. I have enough crafting. But they gotta, they gotta put a little Minecraft in there. Minecraft no, is still huge. Don't. Speaking of Minecraft, we'll come back to this, but I looked up that ray tracing video. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I want ray tracing in my, my in my Animal Crossing. Can you give me Animal oh. Crossing with ray tracing? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not that doesn't that doesn't fit the Oh, okay. Doesn't fit the art style. Sorry. Somewhere out there in the video game community is somebody by the name of Ray Tracing. It's probably spelled <laughs> weird. You know, it's not spelled like you would think. It's spelled differently. And he's like, man, just, I'm so sick exactly. of hearing about this. <laughs> he's just well, he's just got a stream on in the background, and they keep saying ray tracing, and he's just constantly like, what? Uh, oh. Well, it's you, gotta be frustrating. You recall Will Smith from uh, Oh, yes. From Tested? Oh, yes. He, uh, 
he he recently got added on Twitter by Martin Lawrence. Then, yo, people, check out me and my boy Will Smith in <laughs> Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> and then he replied to that with a sigh. And then somebody pointed out that Martin Lawrence on Twitter liked his comment. <laughs> do, you, do you know what the tested Will Smith's uh, Twitter handle is? Will Smith. It's not it's that at Will Smith. Smith. No spaces. Are you sure? Yeah, maybe his maybe it's his name then. Maybe it's not his handle, but it says not that Will Smith or something. Yeah, I think so. But yeah. it, it, his Thanks actual Twitter handle is at Will Smith. No space because he had it first. Yeah, and it's verified. So it is. <laughs> if anybody so thought, good. hey, who's this? Uh, I thought that was at first. I was like, why is he? Why is he signed? Does he just hate bad boys? I'm like, oh no, <laughs> Martin Lawrence is tweeting at him. <laughs> Except that's not his intention. You got to figure Back Martin to, Lawrence probably has people doing that for him, right? Like he's not tweeting. Yeah, I mean, I assume, but you, I think you never know. With I, those. I assume most of these big celebrities, like there's some that do, I'm sure, the ones that are vocal about it, but a lot of them, like, come on. That's two really. famous people that I follow and that I feel like do manage their own based on their tweets is Gordon Ramsay <laughs> and um I might I just I just blanked on his name for no reason at all. Uh Deadpool. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah, for no reason whatsoever. But yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Doing one. It's just when you hear and you see the tweets that come out of them, you're like that I mean, I suppose somebody could be transcribing that Exactly as they just said it, but it seems like seems well, like they are. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's like people following them around. Tweet. I just think like they have a PR person that just tweets stuff every once in a while on their behalf to keep them relevant. And you know, with the young hip crowd or whatever. Oh, it just makes me sad. That does. Thinking about like, it. like for instance, I see every once in a while. I don't follow them, but I see it through other people. Like Cher or Dolly Parton or something tweeting something or Betty White. <laughs> like, I'm no like, way. come on, that's, that's not, not like they're it's their account, but they're not tweeting. They don't care. <laughs> Betty White doesn't care about Twitter. She doesn't. Like, I promise you, she doesn't care. Dolly Parton doesn't care about Twitter. The funniest thing is if we were completely opposite, wrong. I like those know. people really are chilling on their phones, <laughs> and the people I, we think I will aren't. say, there's a. <laughs> Uh, I don't follow him either, but I have seen a fair number, but like, I think it's Brian Cranston, the actor from like Breaking Bad. Okay, yeah. He's pretty funny on there. Uh, and there was one video he posted, I don't know how many years ago it was now, where he's on a trip and it was early in the morning and it's just a video of him standing in his bathroom, like in a t-shirt, like getting ready. And he's just holding the phone up to the mirror and he goes, okay, I needed to make this video. Do you know what a video I'm talking about? You're laughing. No, I don't. Oh, okay. But I think the idea is funny. He's just standing there and he's like, listen, I needed to make this video real quick. I needed to share this with people because I couldn't keep this to myself. Yeah. He's like, uh, so I got up this morning doing my routine and I'm tired. I've had late nights, you know, doing auditions and stuff and acting. And I'm just, I'm exhausted. I go to brush my teeth. And I put the toothpaste on my toothbrush and I start brushing my teeth and I realize 
that's not toothpaste. <laughs> he had put like Ben Gay or something on his toothbrush <laughs> instead of toothpaste. And he's like, it was the worst experience of my life. It was disgusting. And I just needed to share that with people. Thank <laughs> you. And then the video's over. It was like really, it was like 30 seconds. Like, don't do so it. So funny. It was just that. so genuine. That was what was funny about it was that, oh, look, he's a real person. Stuff happens. That's what he wants you to think. Oh, that's how they oh. get you. Man. That oh, is how they get back, you. Back to superness. Uh-oh. That's the right way to say it. I, I think we did, we agreed. Um, I was excited about the games. Have you, have you got them? Did you download them? Oh, yeah. I've played a handful. And then I realized that I was excited because Nintendo is letting me play some Super Nintendo games that I bought on the Wii and then paid for again to upgrade on the Wii U and now pay monthly for. Yes. On the Switch. And I'm happy about it. Games that you probably already own in a cartridge somewhere in your house. (laughs) Well, in fairness, I got rid of everything and now I only own, I think I only own two old school games on cartridge and that's Tetris Attack which we will probably we if we actually get that on the switch then I will be delighted but somehow I think not there's some I think there's a lot of issues embroiled with that game one of which is that it includes tetris in the title that makes it not so easy but I think that one on the super nintendo and then pitfall the mayan adventure on the genesis ooh I have that because you found a copy of it for me Man, but did you ever play it? Yeah, I've played it. It's good. It's a fun game. I like it the is. animation. I like the sounds. It's very it's very Genesis. I think they have a Super Nintendo version of it, but I don't care. That's one of those games. The Genesis version is is better. Heck yeah. But I did think the library was good. I mean, they, it was like right out the gate. You gave us Super Mario World. You gave us A Link to the Past. You gave us Super Metroid. It was Mario Kart. Pilot Wings. Pilot Wings. So, yeah, I have a fair number of of the games that are in that list I have on my shelf behind me. Uh, The biggest omission, of course, is the Zelda Link to the Past, because I don't want to pay the amount of money that people want for that cartridge. Oh, yeah. I just don't have that one. And now I have it through here. But I've like you had also bought it on the Wii and the Wii U. So why not? Um, A mutual friend of ours was very excited about stunt race fx because he remembered playing that a lot as a kid however i also have that one on the shelf behind me so i was less excited about that one but when i saw pilot wings in that list i got very excited because i have a lot of fond memories of playing pilot wings at a friend's house growing up i never had it and i always wanted a copy of pilot wings and i cannot find it anywhere Maybe I'm just not looking in the right places. I think I it's it's it. one of those games that's really expensive. Yes, it's 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 a really good game. It's very simple. Basic. I never played it. I I'm, I intend oh, to now. Oh, you should. I had at one point don't anymore because I got rid of everything. But at one point I had was super when I was a teenager into emulation. I had every single SNES ROM that existed, even ones that could not be played because they didn't work. And that was actually super, that was actually Nintendo showing off a little bit. And they did so in the press conference too, 
when they talked about stunt race FX, because that was, that was one of the last games to ever get emulated because of the way that it uses the uh, mode seven and the, and the FX chip. It was extremely difficult. And when people would get those things running, it would run really, really poorly. It doesn't run well. I don't think it ever did. Like, I think no. the actual NES uh, Super Nintendo version doesn't, does it? Uh, well, I was going to say, I have a Super Nintendo behind me, and I have that cartridge, and I have played it recently on the actual hardware, and no, it does not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was it's doing actual 3D. Bad. But it's still, I had fond memories of it, too, because I remember, but yeah, when that game was came out, when we played it for real in 94, 95, whatever it was, it was amazing. Like, look at this. It's 3D trucks driving around. It was so cool. Yeah. But I was never... I bet if you put that in your Retron now and, and tried to play it, that there's a good chance you would face issues trying to play that today on, um, on emulators. I think I've played it in the Retron. I don't recall. I don't remember. Most, I would assume I have. More than, more, than, more than pretty much any other game. There was a couple other ones that had issues, like Tactics Ogre and stuff, but I mean, at this point, they've had so much time. I like that Nintendo has shown that they, and they must have, I feel like they must have gotten this from battling the emulator community for so many years, but it's cool to me that they are willing to release games on those, on the NES and on the SNES libraries on Switch, um, just as is, like Japanese versions. Yeah. Was a, there's a game in the Super Nintendo one that had like Japanese symbols on it. And I was like, what is this game? I'm going to click on it. And I opened it up and Puyo Puyo. the interface, the interface and the text was in Japanese. <laughs> it was a puzzle. Uh-huh. It was a Puyo Puyo game. I loaded that game up too. I, I knew it was Puyo Puyo. I forget how I knew it was. I think watching the director or something, they showed like a very quick section of its gameplay. And oh, so I, I just figured did, out yeah. that's what it was. But I loaded it up. I was like, oh, I want to play some Puyo Puyo. Awesome. And I very quickly realized I don't speak Japanese. So I had no idea what menu options I was choosing. I just chose the default for everything. And eventually I was playing the game and it's like, that's good enough for me. Yep. But yeah, that's neat. If they would allow translations, there's, um, I don't know if you ever messed with this, but there was a really nice, healthy community of fan translators i i briefly spent some time working on a translation for one of the bomberman games uh because you could build translation patches translate the images and stuff like that but um it was time consuming and hard and i didn't finish <laughs> <laughs> and this is why you're not a game designer well this is why i'm not a game i'm not a uh internationalization specialist that's for sure there you go but you but you could just you had files translation files and the emulators would just load them up so you could play final fantasy 6 japanese edition or final fantasy 5 which had never had an um, an american translation and a lot of those translations were better because i think somebody that's getting paid minimum wage to translate a game and does not care versus a fan that cares so much that they may have gone to school to learn Japanese just so they could play their favorite Super Nintendo games. That's intense. <laughs> like those are those are good translations. Brad. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure he's mentioned that before that he took Japanese in college because of his love of video games. I was Japanese. I was going to. Japanese is hard. Learn Japanese and moved to Japan. I don't, I don't know if you know this. Japanese language is pretty difficult. Yeah. yeah. But Maybe so not as hard English. as English. But. Yep. I think English and Japanese are like, and Chinese are probably like up there for like the most difficult to learn. Theirs so, are so difficult. So now that. I was going to say theirs are difficult because they have like four alphabets each or something like it's insane. And so many different inflections mean different things. Ours is difficult because we have all these rules and, <laughs> and don't we have follow all the languages. any of them. I think we just, just like we steal words from other cultures, I think we've stolen rules from other cultures and then just ignored yeah. them. It's so bad. And you don't realize it. how bad it is until you have kids and you're trying to help them learn uh, proper English or, you know, reading and writing and all this stuff. And that's when you realize just how screwed up the English language really is. It's like you're it's, trying to help them, and then you're like, look, I got to be honest with you. I'm teaching you this, but phonics is a bunch of bull crap, and um, <laughs> it's not going to help you. It's probably going to confuse you more than it helps. Now, let's get into it. Let's do this. A says A and ah, except for 100,000 times it doesn't. That's right. Good job. Oh, if, you, if you put Let's an go. E at the end of a word, it's silent most of the time. Sometimes it's yeah, not. And, <laughs> right. And if you want to know just how bad phonics are and how bad all the rule systems that we have are, is if you have a kid that knows them very well, like you can tell that all the rules are messed up when you hear somebody pronounce a word that has only ever read it in a book. Yes. And so they pronounce it like, I'm like, well, how am I going to say this? I guess I'll follow all the rules that I've been taught. And I was like, nope, that's wrong. <laughs> been there. Like, that should be the way that you can learn words. Read this book. Follow the rules we taught you. <laughs> it makes sense. That should nope. be how it works. That is not how it works. <laughs> exactly the opposite. That maybe works uh, 70% of the time. Hey, hey. I almost. 70 is a C, so. Oh, dear. Oh, come on. <laughs> Letter grades. <sighs> let's get political. No, let's not. Let's let's mm, maybe not. I mean, maybe later. See how angry we can make each other. See how angry we can get at our inability to make each other angry about <laughs> politics. Oh, that won't take um, long. I think I fired up a Super Nintendo store and I almost I almost didn't. I was like. Eh, I need to wait. I need to wait till I have a Super Nintendo controller. Why even bother? But then I realized I had a Pro controller, and then it was okay. pretty similar. You came to your senses. That's okay. That's, that's and how I immediately I've played. played well, I played the Puyo Puyo first because I was like, "What is this Japanese thing?" And stomped the stomped the computer, and in the in the first round, and then I quit out. And my boys were sitting there with me, and I was like, man, I used to be able to beat Super Mario World in about 30 minutes. And they had previously played it on the Wii U, because I bought it on the Wii U. And my oldest was like, what? How could you possibly do that? I'm like, secret shortcuts? It's like, what? There's secret shortcuts in that game? I didn't know that. And I fired that up, and I played that for like a half hour. 
You're one and of those I, people who cheats. And then at I Super stopped. Mario. I stopped at the at Star Road. I was surprised. I I remembered a lot more because I I don't think I've played that for much time. Man, maybe for twenty years. I've played the first few worlds a lot lately because of you know buying the old systems and just booting it up or having it on the Wii or Wii U. You know, you're like, oh, Super Mario World, and you boot it up and you play it for about a half an hour. And then you're like, okay, I'm good. So you, and you always start with a new save file because why not? Why would you? Why would well, you keep and, going? Plus, you have to. Yeah, especially if you're going to a I, new system. I would go the route of, I guess, like a personal sort of challenge where you start off a game, new world, and you go for no, no, I guess, essentially pow blocks. None of the like the yellow pow block, green, none of those. You go. Straight up to the first castle, then straight up into the water and down to the first ghost house. From the ghost house to Star Road. And then from Star Road to the last world to Bowser. Bam. So, with this talk of Super Mario World, can I ask you a serious question? Uh-oh, so that we can maybe. just let's just clear the air right here. We've already established that the Super Nintendo controller is the best 2D controller ever made, period. Correct? Mm-hmm. Can we also establish that Super Mario World is the best 2D game ever made, period? 2D game. Huh. It's perfect huh. in every way. There's, I, think there's a, I, I think there is a solid... I mean, I love A Link to the Past. Oh, but- I don't know. I don't know if I actually love it more than Super Mario World. I think Super Mario World edges it out just a little. And I and I say that Super Mario World is still the best Mario game. Oh, totally. No question. And I don't care which one it is. I don't care if you're looking 3D, 2D. Super Mario World is the best. When I fire up Mario Maker, I set it to Super Mario World. (laughs) (laughs) I make Um, some levels. I agree, because when I first saw Super Mario World in whatever, 1991, it blew my mind how good it looked. I remember seeing photos, screenshots in magazines, just wanting to, like before we had a Super Nintendo, just wanting to play this game. Just it looked so pretty and colorful, and the sprites were beautifully drawn, and then you get it, and you see how fluidly it moves and it sounds so good blow my mind as a kid control so good the level design today when i fired it up for the first time and i don't know it still captures that feeling you still have that feeling of this is an amazing piece of work it is so well put together and it looks good in in basically every media like Every. you can have a video of it looks good. It looks good in print. It looks good on CRTs. Looks good on LCDs. And and as it a sound nerd, the sounds in that game are amazingly good. They're so perfect. Like the the coin pickup, the stomping sound, the the sound yeah. that the Yoshi makes when he eats a, a, a fruit. I mean, just every little detail 
is just meticulously it's like a beautifully handcrafted classic Ferrari, right? It's just so well, it's delicate and just so well put together. Actually, that's probably not true because they're actually probably not very well put together. They fall apart all the time, but (laughs) it's kind of like classic 2d Disney movies like that, that that's, that's where that company shined. When you go over to the super Nintendo, it's like, that's, it's wondrous. It's amazing. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, I'm 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 with you there. To me, that's the it's so insp- it's got great use of coloring. Mar, I don't think there's another version of Mario that looks better. Nope, they, I agree. It essentially took them until Mario World to na- to really nail the visual style too, and that's where it came from, right? Like if you compare older Mario games, Mario doesn't look like that. Other things don't look the way they do, but everything looks like they they really nailed the art design and character design of everything in super Mario world. The way Mario looks. So I agree with everything you just said. So I think we both agree. It's the perfect 2d Mario. It's especially Mario game. All of that put together makes the sequel that much more obvious of how terrible it is. So I, I'm uh, a Yoshi's Island lover. I, I love Yoshi's Island. Um, there are some things that I don't like about it, but to me, it is it is distinctly a Mario Brother two sort of scenario. Where it's like that's not. I mean, if I'm going to have a qualm with Yoshi's Island, it's that they called it Super Mario World two. It's yes. not Super Mario World two. Yes, it's Yoshi's Island. I agree and as with Yoshi's you. Island, I love it and it's great. As Super Mario World two, it's nonsense. Okay, thank you. That was where I was going to go with that was if they had just called it Yoshi's Island, I'd have no problem with it. But when they tack on there, Super Mario World 2, it just it just ruins it because it's nowhere near, nowhere near as good as Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario World. This is not even close. Is it a pretty game? Yes. Is it a fun game? Absolutely. It cannot even come close to that pedestal, though. And I just wish they hadn't put that little subtitle on there. It would be a completely different experience because you wouldn't go into it expecting more of the same. Yeah. And they learned their lesson later on, I think. I think at my guess is that when that game came out, they really didn't think Yoshi could have his own games. <laughs> and he can, and he does now. And and it's fine. I mean, I think that's why... I think that's why there's baby Mario in there is because they thought, well, we want to sell this game. <laughs> right. So we we better put Mario in the title and have Mario in the game. Listen, but it does. It's completely unnecessary. I love Yoshi. Okay. I have Yoshi toys around me at this very moment. I have a large stuffed Yoshi on my shelf. I have a little Yoshi amiibo sitting here. I'm actually holding him. I mean, I have Yoshi everywhere. Yoshi is the icon that I chose on the switch for my profile. Whenever I play Mario Kart, I choose Yoshi. I think it's fair to say <laughs> I like Yoshi. And I don't really care for this game. It looks fine. I, I, it it sounds nice, but it's just it's So I'm just curious. Mediocre. How much Yoshi's Island have you played? Not much. I'll be honest. I can't ever like, get far. Do you enough. think you've gotten several worlds in, oh, or do you no. think maybe several levels, and you were like, "Eh, yeah, a few levels, enough for me to go." I just, 
I'd like to give it its due. I'd like to sit down and really mm-hmm. push through and like see it through and go, okay, maybe that'll change my mind. But it's difficult to do that when the whole time I'm playing it, all I'm thinking is I'd rather be playing Super Mario World. <laughs> and maybe that's why maybe that's why I can can play it and can do it is because I played so much Mario World. I've beat that game so many times i've gotten i've to, to the best that you can in those old games you have to you have to do it yourself i guess but i've 100 percented every bit of it every secret every shortcut every everything like and i really would i really will i i can fire that game up and, and beat bowser in about 30 minutes so i've played it so much that i can play i think i can play something like yoshi's island and be like no i'm that's, I don't actually want to go play Mario World right now because I've <laughs> I'm done I'm done I, I finished that uh, I've finished you know and beat Super Mario World a handful of times too I mean probably a dozen or so over the years uh, both using the Star Road you know shortcuts and and doing it full so I'm with you I don't know that I've played it to a point of exhaustion but I've played my fair share and mm-hmm. I don't have that same feeling to me. If I'm going to play when I'm playing Yoshi's Island, when I'm if I'm going to play that style of game and I'm already on a Super Nintendo or an emulator or whatever, I'm, I would just rather play Super Mario World. It's just so much better. Well, there's some things that that go against Yoshi's Island also in general, and that is they um, they try to incorporate 3D into the cutscenes, and it's pretty crappy and it's. It, it did not age like Mario World aged for sure, or even or even the main game's graphics. It doesn't look as good. And if you go to start a new file in Yoshi's Island, they make it take way too freaking long before you can actually play. And it's not a super fun time. Like it's a dumb story about babies, like the the intro and all the and you, the stuff that you have to weed through to start playing the game. Like you can get tired of it before that. Or that's done. But what gets me about it is when I actually put in enough time and played through, and once you get into it and you get into later in the first world and into the second, third world, like Nintendo's ability to design levels and craft secrets, and especially if you get into, hey, I'm going to try and 100% this level, because there's they always show you a score. Like, here's all the different things you can get in the level. Um, and if you actually go and try to do some of those things, you realize you start seeing the cleverness kind of pop out of the seams of that game where you say, Oh, like they really like, this is not a, this is not a second. They didn't treat this like a second rate game. They really put in, and the design quality on the levels, uh, is so good. Um, especially when you get further in, I don't know that it, outclasses the design quality of Mario World though still. I mean it's it's definitely great and that's what will get me to play it. But Mar- me, I mean for me the biggest oh, problem so when I play it is the visual design. I get what they were going for. I get it was supposed to look like that hand drawn kind of colored pencil look. And it looks mm-hmm. good. But mm-hmm. it's too hmm how do I want to say it? It's 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 too hard to distinguish enemies from power ups. 
it's too hard to distinguish what I can walk on and what I can't walk on. Like there's not enough visual differentiation there between some of that stuff. And it makes it challenging. And at first I thought it was Especially just when me. you jump from Mario world. Right. And I thought it was just me being obtuse or just trying, you know, having a grudge against this game for whatever reason. But when I watch my kids play it, they have the same problems and they don't have those problems in Mario world. I don't think it's just me. I just, I don't know. It's, it's a good game, but when you, when you set it up next to Mario world, it's unquestionably inferior. The art style needed a higher resolution, I think is part of, is part of the problem. Anytime you get into packing in, like they, they packed in more detail. And what makes Mario World so wonderful is that they have enough detail. Like when you think of, I, I, I don't think that there's many games that have aged as well as, as Mario World because 2D graphics came back, pixel art came back, but you play that game and you say, oh, yep, the, the, all, this stuff is popular. And the fact that this stuff is still around can just show you how good Mario World is and how other people are still not that good. Like their sprites aren't as that as good. Their animation isn't as good. Their level design is not near as good. Everything about how they did that aged. Like it's not, it's not, I don't think it's old. Like when you consider that pixel art and stuff is still popular, you go over and you work in Mario world and it doesn't look old. If you open up, Mario Brothers 3 or Super Mario Brothers 1 or some of those games, they do look old from a from an artistic perspective, but I don't think Mario World does. Mm-mm. Yeah, Mario World could be released today and it would be just fine. Everybody would just accept it. Like, oh yeah, that's a really good platformer that's made really well. It doesn't look like something that was made in 1991. It doesn't control like something that was made in 1991. That game is timeless and it forever will be. Even for Kids who've had no nostalgia for it because they weren't alive when it was released. They even treat it like, like like watching my kids, like you said, play older NES games, even Mario ones, which are really good, like Mario 3. Or even other 16-bit era games or even 32-bit era games, you'll, you'll continuously run into that. They may not say it, but they have this look on their face like, really? This is this is what you played like oh okay but I you don't get that when you play Mario World they just accept it because it looks so good and it plays so good I think that it's that perfect. goes to support your argument about it being the best to it's be the game perfect ever game. made because it is the masterclass absolutely if you want if you want to show anybody like uh, and I think there are people that haven't played Mario World that this would actually apply to. It's like, oh, you're making a game, you're going to make a 2D game, or you're doing pixel art or something. It's like, you need to go play through Mario World. And you'll come back and be like, oh, snap, I've learned so many things <laughs> that I did not know and that I did not pick up from modern games. It's, it's and, good enough that it will make you go, I can't do this. I thought I could make games, but I, now that I've seen this, now I know where the bar is. I'm out. I'm I'm done. I think that it should. One of the things that's so fun about Mario World is the level design, and 
it really makes you realize, no, I'm not crazy. Like games like Mario World are they're fun because of the level design and so many people make levels like they're just trying to make content. Like, well, you need levels. And and that's why this is that's why this exists is so that you have something to do. And it seemed like the people making Mario World saw like, no, 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 this isn't just content. This isn't just a level. This is the game like this level that you're playing here. This is the game. Like everything about it is the game and is what it should be. I It's so. It's so clever. And and so my boys watched me play through play through Star War, uh Star Road. I got to. I think I got to the, the maybe the last level in in on the Star Road, and since you haven't hidden any of the pal blocks, there's a, a bunch of paths that there's a path to actually beat the level. That you, every one of those levels, you have to get a key, and and take the key to an a keyhole in order to 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 actually advance. You can make it to the end, but then you don't. It doesn't make you move forward. And this particular key, you can't get to. Because there's no red or green platforms if you haven't hit any of the POW blocks. Ever, you can time a jump with a Yoshi Suicide the right time to get under something. And I played through and I had not remembered that first at the first chance. And I was like, oh, how do I how do I get this? And then I remembered. But I I tried several times and I was I think we were all intending to play Minecraft together. So I only tried a couple times. And just told told the boys, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you, this is one where you have to leap off of Yoshi if you want to get that without it. Um, as soon as I was done, my oldest son, he just wanted to, he's like, I, can I get my Switch and download that? Can I play that? I want to play Mario World. I'm like, sure. <laughs> and that's exactly what he did. Because he, he has played it before. And he was like, I didn't know all these secrets were there. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of awesome things in Mario World. And he got his Switch and he played through and he found the secrets and he got to star road. Um, but he couldn't do some of those. And so he was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to get the, the power blocks. A little while later, he came to me and brought the switch and he was like, Hey, look, you were totally right. That is where the key is. You do have to, you have to have that power block or do a Yoshi jump. I'm like, yep. All that says to me is man, man, Mario world is a great game because the fact that you can do those things like right out the gate that you could speed run it. And the only reason that you can have, I feel like that has to be because some really meticulous game designer paid such close attention to the levels. Miyamoto. They're so good. Wasn't that Miyamoto that made that one? I, I imagine so, but I don't think that any of those games were one man show. So I don't, I don't know. If he necessarily hand designed all the levels or who all was involved in right. designing the levels. I didn't mean that he would. I mean, he was overseeing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, that would uh, be that would be awesome to have more behind the scenes. I don't know about you, but we've spent an hour talking about Super Nintendo games. And that's pretty cool. We, we mostly talked about Mario World. <laughs> so you're you're going to you're going to start this podcast off doing your chapters. You go chapter one, Super Nintendo. And and then that's it. You're just done. And then and then the end. <laughs> you just, no, chapter is one chapter. That's it. Hey, that's you want to you want to run long and talk about the other things that were announced, right? 
No, never. Uh, I wanted to talk about something else, actually. I want to talk about What's what that? I've been playing. We don't have to spend a ton of time on it, but I'd like right. to bring it up. If you're willing to hear. I mean, I don't want to. Ready, set, go. Ready, set. Okay, well, there we go. Starting gun. Um, I don't know why. I mean, I I always was interested in this game kind of from the sidelines on the earlier versions. Then this version came out and I was very interested in it because of the changes they had made. I bought it for PC. Nobody else had it. And it's not really a game that you need other people to play it with. And then I got the Xbox game pass and all that stuff. And it's on game pass. And so now I'm playing it. Uh, a friend of mine is playing it and my son is playing it. That game is Monster Hunter World. Dude, I was going to say, can I guess what it is at Monster Hunter? <laughs> <laughs> it is so much fun. It's quirky. It's silly. It has a lot of really completely off the wall, like mechanisms and rules and just all kinds of stuff. Like it just oozes Japanese game. Yeah, And that that stuff, I don't need to have 75 menus to tell me how my armor works. I don't care. I just don't care. You might. So I kind of mostly ignore that stuff. But the actual game is fun. The loop, the, the treadmill, it's really fun. And we're having a blast with it. You know, just upgrading our armor and making your guy look cool as you fight the different uh, monsters. The monster designs are really interesting. At first, they're kind of bleh, but now we're getting into the good ones, and it's like, oh, these things are really cool looking, and they're really well designed. It's kind of a little bit Dark Souls, it's kind of a little bit mm -hmm. uh, like arcadey brawler type thing. It's fun. It could be frustrating, like when you get knocked down for the third time, and your guy's just like stunned, and then just as you get unstunned, the stupid monster flips around and hits you again because he's attacking somebody else. But his tail hits you or whatever. It's very frustrating. I always got a slight, not complete, but I always got a vibe of Dragon's Dogma. Yes. When I would see Monster Hunter. In fact, there's a lot of sound effects like from menus and stuff that are reused from Dragon's Dogma in this. It's, they're both Capcom, so it makes sense. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of Dragon's Dogma in there. And I suspect and you can climb dragons... on the monsters and the dragons and stuff. Yeah. Dragon's Dogma. Well, I think Dragon's Dogma probably came from got its inspiration from the earlier Monster Hunter games. There's a lot of Yeah, that would make sense. Forth. I mean, they've been making these a long time. So That's all. I just wanted to I just wanted to throw that out there. Sounds it sounds fun. It is fun. No no more no more Minecraft has has Monster Hunter replaced it. Yeah, we haven't touched Minecraft in a while. Uh <laughs> watched the ray tracing video. Picked my jaw up off of the floor, uh, watched it a second time because my son wanted to see it, and picked my <laughs> jaw up off the floor a second time. Then I looked up the super duper <sighs> graphics thing that they canceled and was really sad that that got canceled because it did look very good. But obviously they're doing this ray Similar. tracing thing instead. So that's that's fine. Don't think we'll be getting that on the Switch. <laughs> no, or any system, current system. That's the only way I'm going to realistically have to play it is on a console that supports ray tracing because I'm not paying for one of those video cards right now. Those things are insanely expensive. Yeah, I thought the Xbox One X was going to do it. Um, and it? I thought that the that I thought that mode was going to be support. I mean, you don't have to have a ray tracing card. I mean, there's people have been 
this this guy has made a ray tracing plugin for Minecraft for many years now. Oh, um, that people have used a third party plugin for the Java edition. In fact, I've told people um, because pretty much everybody in the house occasionally likes to see a, a Minecraft video. And I remember telling him recently, like, if you ever see something, if you ever see one of these videos and you're like, man, I can just never, I can never manage to make something that looks as good as it does on these videos. I'm like, it's because these videos, these people are using the ray tracing plugins (laughs) because it makes Minecraft look amazing and it makes something that you build that's even simple look way better. Yeah, the the light refracting, like hitting the carpet, and then making the white wall behind it be like the colors of the carpet. You know that kind of stuff is really and in the water. Yeah, oh, the so water. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, if the X supports it, that's fantastic. I will definitely go for that. But that's going to be well, the only way. Well, you stopped playing Monster Hunter to to come record, and I was I was playing Minecraft. And you know what I'm going to do after this? I'm going to go play some more Monster Hunter. I've got it. It's I haven't had a game like this in a long time where when I'm not playing it, that's all I want to do is go play more of it. Like I have not had a game like that in a very, very long time. So that's kind of, so nice. if you were going to liken it to a game we may have mutually played, what do you think it would be closest to? Hmm. Like in terms of how much fun I'm having or in terms of the way it plays like the, yeah, the way it plays gameplay. Games that you and I have played, sort, Dark Souls. The sort of game. Dark Souls or Dragon's really? Dogma. I mean, those. it's like Dragon's Dogma combined with Dark Souls. That's fair. I've heard that Monster World is great, and but they, they did a lot to it to make it to make it more approachable. Oh, and yes. To make it, and, to, and to polish off a lot of the rough edges, and that if you decide to jump from Mario, I mean from Mario... From Monster Hunter World to any of the other Monster Hunters, you might be like, ah. <laughs> so I tried it the other way around. Never mind. I played the demo for the 3DS Monster Hunter a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Because it always looked like a game I would really enjoy. Um, and I would download the demo, which gives you like an hour to play or something. And I'd get into it, and I'd immediately just go, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, it was so confusing. This is so much... I mean, this... Don't get me wrong. This game still has a lot of that stuff in there that's like, wait, what? What? Because it's throwing, like, screens and screens of tutorial text at you constantly. And I'm like, I can't be bothered to read all that. I just don't care. Um, <laughs> but what makes it accessible is, for the most part, you don't have to read all that stuff. You can just kind of figure it out, and it just works. Am I going to get every specific bonus? No. Am I going to be perfect? You know, is my character going to be perfectly laid out? No. But am I having fun? Yes. And that's all I really care about. And it's, it's really a pretty. shame. It's a shame they don't have it on the Switch. They have it on the PC. Can you cross play on that one? Do you know? No, there's no cross play. They're not even uh, at the same version. The PC no. is like that's four months behind the console version. They just released a huge uh, expansion that won't be out on the PC until like four months from now. Yeah, it's Iceborne or something. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish they hadn't. It, it, so, well, not the expansion, uh, but when they released the expansion, they also gave everybody, whether you bought the expansion or not, this like really good armor set. And the goal, the reason was for people just getting into the game, we want to help you get to the expansion as quickly as possible, right? Because the expansion is like end game content. 
have to get through the main story first. It's for high level characters. So this armor set is like head and shoulders above anything that you can make as you normally progress through the game. It's not even close. Mm. But we didn't know that when we all found it in our inventory. We're like, oh, cool. What's this? This looks awesome. We put it all on and then realized how good the stats were and how much it buffs you and all these things that it does. And it pretty much just makes the game trivial. So, <laughs> so on the one hand, you're like, well, heck yeah, let's do that. But then on the other hand, I, I don't want to do that because then it makes the game trivial. It's kind of pointless. You can't take it off, right? Then you're like, just bring it, making it harder for no reason. Right. Yeah. Or, or you take it off because you're like, no, I want to play the game the way it was intended. So you take it off and you wear the regular armor that you're crafting as you go. Not only because the stuff you craft looks way cooler. But also, because that's just the way the game's made to be played, but then as you're running around and you see everybody else, is literally everybody's just wearing this new free armor that they gave out. And you're like, man, I should probably just put it back on. That's dumb, too, because that's, that's not out yet, right? Oh, no, it just released uh, Thursday? Friday? Oh. Yeah, 30 gig update. Yeah, that's pretty weird. But it's that's a fun, not- fun game. I have it on PC. If you but ever get it on means PC, that, I will that totally... means anybody that was to start out the game might end up getting that and just breaking the original game. That's yeah, it's there. If you start playing the game today, you don't buy the DLC or whatever. You have it. It's just there. Yeah, you shouldn't have it if you, if you don't have the DLC, or or maybe if you haven't chosen the DLC. Yeah, that's no. Nope. That is kind of a bummer. I hate it. That seems like really short sighted, but it's, but it's optional. I mean, you don't have to wear it. So, so then I thought I'll remove all temptation. I'll just sell it. And then I can't wear it. Whoa. You can't sell it. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) and who would buy it? They already have it. Yeah. It's bound to your character. So, well, there's no open economy like that. At least if there is, I haven't unlocked it. It's just NPCs that you buy and sell from. But if you, well, then how many people are you seeing run around? So that's just the thing. When you're in the town normally, nobody. You're there by yourself. There's just NPCs running around everywhere. There's a little hub area that you can go to that's separate from the town where you can see people running around. And then apart from that, you can only do multiplayer once you're in a mission. You start a mission, you post a mission, and then other people can join it. Or if you're in a mission by yourself, you can fire an SOS flare and people can then join on you and help you. And that's really, the multiplayer is clunky. It really is. It works, but it's clunky. So. It's so, fun. So is it, but you can cooperate on a team, like a team of four oh, yeah. or something, and fight monsters together. Oh, absolutely. That's the important part, And it part, scales right? the game accordingly to however many people are playing against the monster. But not, but not according to your armor. <laughs> <laughs> that armor is, is so, uh, like, to give you an example, just rough numbers. Like the armor that I'm crafting right now, like the defense rating is like, I don't know, eight to 12 at the most. And that's for the stuff that's like the brand newest that I don't even have all the parts to make yet. Okay. This stuff is like the armor rating is like 50. And then, but that's not even the worst of it. Cause on top of that, it has all these buffs and stuff stacked on it. So when you put it on, your life bar is like three times longer. Your stamina bar is three times longer. You have all, you you heal so much faster. Your stamina replenishes so much faster. 
It's ridiculous. I mean, it basically breaks well, the game because well, let's hope that essentially that makes you through like half the game and then it, and then it's like, well, that's equivalent to stuff you would have gotten if you're halfway through the game. That's what I'm hoping at some point that we get stuff that eclipses it, but so far it's not even close. Uh, I don't I don't like to use it just because I want to craft the stuff and wear it as I go and like progress because that's how the game was meant to be played originally and it just looks cooler. Like the armor they gave us is cool. It's like knight shining armor stuff, but it's kind of bland and eh. I like making yeah, how the, hard would that be? I mean, I guess you got a free pass. Like <laughs> you're fighting some monsters, you just get your butt kicked, and you're like, I could grind for a few more hours, or, <laughs> or, just put on or armor. I'll just you put know, this stuff on. Wreck and... this thing. <laughs> yep. So if you ever get it on PC, I'll play with you. I've got it there as well. Okay. It's fun. It genuinely I, is fun. It's knows? a fun game. But it it takes time. Like be, you have to be, be willing. I do. Have yeah. You have to be willing to sink some time into it because. Man. So, right. so enjoying that Xbox One X, huh? So far. Man. Were, were you surprised? Speaking of PC, were you surprised about the blast from the past that they announced during that uh, Nintendo Direct? You know what I'm talking about? Deadly Premonition? Uh, that, I guess that is, but no, I wasn't talking about that oh, one. That was the one I know that the Giant Bomb guys went nuts over, because I was watching them talk over it, and they went they were all bonkers about the for that one. But no, so I don't know which one you're referring to. No, Jedi Knight 2. Oh, that's weird. Why is that there? Like, <laughs> I don't what? Know. I was like, really? Jedi that, Outcast? That to me says they're making a new Jedi Knight game, and they're just throwing this out there. To like get people interested in it again or something? I don't know. That's, that's oh, and weird. did you know that uh I don't know if it's only for the first X whatever, but that the that four player Kirby game they announced that was available today is also free. No, really? Hmm. Yeah, I downloaded it. I haven't played it yet. I'll have to go check so. that out then. Check out that, and we we got to try to play some uh, some of them SNES games because they support online multiplayer. Dude, well, if you're gonna you're gonna go play Minecraft, I was, I'll play some with you right now if you want. But you're gonna go play no, Minecraft. I thought you were gonna play some Monster World. Well, I will, but Monster I mean, World. if you want to play some Super Nintendo, we can do that. I don't even know which ones to play. I'll have some. We can do I'll it, have so some we should time this week. We'll play it some night this week. And the other thing that we should do sometime is Tetris 99 is going to support multiplayer with friends. Heck yeah. Against other people and each other. You could watch how bad I am at Tetris. Yeah, you can play eight players together on the same screen, I think. Tetris began and ended for me on the Game Boy, and that is the all there is to it. That That, that is the beginning. That it, For me that it is. was, and that is where it ends, because that is the perfect Tetris game in my mind. And since there are no real base, like old school, um, even Halo-ish uh, multiplayer shooters on the Switch, um, I'm hoping that, that that exists in the Doom 64 they announced. Then I, then I might get that. Play some, mm. play some online shooter game. Doom 64. I, I like the old school shooter games. Mm. Nobody wants to play Doom 64. <laughs> Nobody. Well, it really just looks like Doom. Nobody wants to play it. If you've ever seen it. Oh, I've seen it. Just looks like Doom. Nobody wants to get play it. it. No. Get that Overwatch. No. Now that I watched I watched 
What? I I'm going to be tempted not to buy that for the Switch for no good reason either. Like I don't even play it <laughs> on the systems that I have it on. There's just something about that game, the the visuals and the music, and it just makes me want to play it. Ugh, I'm going to try really hard not to buy that. Every Switch. time I see that game, I think, oh man, I think I'll I think I'm going to go ahead and try that. There have been several times where I've pulled up the page on that, like yeah, maybe I'll go grab that. And then it's like $60. I'm like, oh, why did I think this was free to play? It's not. This looks like free to play to me. <laughs> it does. It's like Fortnite's free. Why do I have to pay for Overwatch? Oh, Overwatch is head and shoulders better than Fortnite in terms of quality. I know, but it just, the, the those team, I mean, hey, I know it's old, but Team Fortress 2, that's free to play. Yeah, that's true. There's so many of the free to play that I just expect like a team based only shooter like that and i'm oh no it's blizzard it's it's a blizzard quality game my my last thought on that before we sign off here is it's funny that that is your mindset whenever you see or think about overwatch because mine whenever i see or hear the overwatch theme song playing the thought that runs through my head is always oh pixar's got a new movie come oh wait that's not a pixar movie (laughs) it is pixar-ish isn't it it is like and if you've ever watched the cutscenes, the little short movies that they make on youtube for overwatch I, I'm not even going to lie to you. I would watch an Overwatch movie. I would go immediately mm-hmm. to see an Overwatch movie. They should oh, just make it. Those are so good at that. It's it, the premise, the premise of that game, the characters and the way they've set it up. That is what I love. The game itself is fun. I've watched a lot of those videos because, yeah, it's good. They're so good. All right, sir. And I have Overwatch. The My money is the on speaking of games that you're going to rebuy for absolutely no reason. My money is on Witcher 3 for Switch. <laughs> That's what my... And I watched the Digital Foundry breakdown of it. Nope. And their, it, seemed, it seemed like their, their conclusion on it was, no, this is not as good as the PS4 or PC version, but it's also really great. And the fact that they have pulled this off is amazing. And it's amazing. And if you want a you want an in-depth rpg like witcher 3 is well you can't do better than witcher 3 that's right and it's <laughs> Even portable the switch version so they they seem to think like actually no this is a fantastic port it is not a janky port and it works and it, it actually still looks and runs great not like the pc version are you trying to get me to buy something it? in your something in your head is going to be like play this in a handheld just sitting on the couch witcher I hate you. Um, that's. I hate you right now. I think you're going to do it. I hate you. <laughs> I won't do it. I absolutely, <laughs> I can tell you right now, I will not do it. <laughs> unless they offer some kind of discount for people who've already bought the game once or twice. You will eventually own that game on Switch. If it, if it I don't know if like it'll be immediately on release. Some stupid How many times have you bought sale? Skyrim? I will probably get it if it ever goes on sale for like ridiculous amount. How eventually it's gonna go on sale, of course. It's gonna be like five dollars off of Black Friday, and you're gonna be like, Well, I mean it was on sale. No, no, no. A good sale. <laughs> <laughs> At least ten dollars off. You're gonna be you're gonna be like, Ugh, but there's so many times I would sit on the couch and play it on my new light switch. I would. That would be the best mm-hmm. way to play it. <laughs> All right, man. You're gonna you're gonna do it. I'm leaving. How many times have you bought Skyrim? Uh, nope. I'm shut up. I'm. <laughs> how, how many? How many? We're not talking about how many times I've bought Skyrim. 
We're just not it's getting relevant, into that. Though. I bought it five times, probably. <laughs> uh, how much better is Witcher than Skyrim? A million times better. Would your a million times? Oh, there you go. I've there already go. bought Witcher three twice as it is, so no. You're, you got three more times. <laughs> three more times. No, I have to. We have we have set this in in stone, or or just a digital audio. I, I will tell you what. I will buy My reference episode 16. I will buy Witcher 3 on Switch if you actually start playing Witcher 3 regularly. <laughs> now, now in order for me to help you not buy it, I have to not play Witcher. Like that seems like a bad setup. But you want me to buy Witcher 3 on Switch. You want me to do it I'm bad gonna, enough that you'll actually play I'm it. I'm just going to I'm just going to enjoy teasing you when you do. I won't until you, you play it. Now you will. Now You're not going to wait for me. You don't wait around for me. That's true. I don't. Later. You want to do something? You freaking do it. <laughs> so, so there. All right. <sighs> for the third time. It's a good show. Good show. Episode 16. You're not even going to talk about movies? Not today. I'm, I'm really it's tired. It's only been an hour and 20 minutes. It, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to edit this later. I do. This is going to take a forever. I'm All right. Well, let's record another one in like four days. Okay. Three days. Okay. No, one can't be in three days. Well, when, Wednesday's out four. for me. We can't do anything on Wednesday. Uh, come on. Wednesday night. You'll be up. Uh, Bring me up. It'll be it'll be your 11. It'll be my nine. Assuming. You'll be like, hey. Assuming everything is fine <laughs> on Wednesday. We'll see. But right now, I don't know. We won't because of Monster Hunter World. Dang you. Dang you. Later. Later.